My ex-stepmother demands to show up to my exclusive party, despite the fact that I did not invite her on purpose after the awful things she did to me and my family all throughout my childhood, and I honestly don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So I moved far, far away from my birth country and have moved away for almost 13 years now. Part of my reason for leaving was to add physical distance between myself and my ex-stepmother. Now, she is a beautiful woman, but that is her only attribute. She raised me in her own faulty way. By age 12, I was responsible for the entirety of the housework. Not just chores, but all of it. Bathrooms once a week, kitchen twice a day, laundry, cleaning skirting boards, polishing the wood tables, and taking care of glassware. If it wasn't completely to her satisfaction, I had to do it again, and wasn't allowed out to play for the rest of the week. Every day was a list of jobs in the kitchen that would take several hours after school. She, meanwhile, did not work. I would get up, make myself breakfast, then bring her breakfast in her room and give her a foot massage while she ate it. Now, I'm not here to write the litany of reasons why this is awful. However, for clear understanding for the readers of the toxic level of parenting I had to put up with on a daily basis. She even spent quality time with my 18-year-old boyfriend, if you know what I mean. So basically, long story short, she's incredibly toxic. And I have worked hard on my mental health and my boundaries, as has my older sister. She had the misfortune of being in the same country and thus being being more exposed to this situation. Also, my ex-stepmother was, until he was an adult, our only access to our younger brother. Fast forward to after the coronavirus and all that jazz, my siblings and I organized to catch up in our home country. We are all spread apart location-wise and have two children, excluding the younger brother. He's in his early 20s, and we are all in our late 30s and early 40s. So we thought we would organize a big, huge party just for us. We all know each other's friends, and then there's all those other important people that played formative roles in our lives. And by doing this party, it would save us a bunch of time in catching up with old friends instead of going to everybody's places two hours at a time. This way, everybody could be here all at once. And then it's only the ones that can't come that we can then make the sacrifice to go and see them. Now, currently, the confirmed attendees of the venue is at 74 people, but there will be kids and partners, etc. So it's probably going to be realistically over 100 people. Word of this party reached my ex-stepmother after not having heard from her without exaggeration in five years when she complained that she wasn't invited to my wedding she messaged me on Facebook to say that she needs to talk so I think to myself oh no this must be about my brother so I Facebook call her to try and sort this out she tells me that she's heard that I'm in the country soon and she wants to come to my party and since we were on a video call she prefaced this by laughing when she answered and saying to me it's so funny isn't it that I look younger than you ladies and gentlemen it was midnight. I have a toddler and a six-year-old, and I work 40 hours a week. I also have a husband that thinks I'm beautiful, regardless of anything, even though he always has a super cheesy smile when we get dressed nicely for our dates. And honestly, I was expecting bad news about my brother from the way she messaged me on Facebook. It honestly seemed like something serious happened. But no, she just wants to come to my party. So I said on the call, listen, I love you, but I don't want to see you. To which she said she needed to go. And that's fine. I felt happy with my response. And I told my sister, who I know had gone no contact with her when she was pregnant with her second child. Two days later, she starts the same type of messaging to my sister. She tells me she can't emotionally do it. She had a newborn child and she does not want to deal with the passive aggressive conversations. My sister is an absolute legend. She has advocated for me my entire life. I don't need it these days. But if I could do for her what she did for me when I was younger, 
I was going to pull up my bootstraps and absolutely do it. And that's exactly what I did. I wrote a very calm, clear message explaining that she needed to remove her relationship with her ex-husband's children from her relationship with their child. I said that our brother is someone we want to have a relationship with as he is our brother. I said she does not get the same treatment as she has to acknowledge the issues and the damage that she caused as the adult in our formative years. And then very bluntly said that I will protect my family by not allowing contact with her and that if she does not respect that boundary and attends the party, I will not hesitate to loudly explain to the attendees a very large list of reasons that she is not welcome, starting with her trying to tell people that all of my dad's kids are not his and her son is the only legitimate heir. So with all things considered, I really hope she doesn't come to this party because nobody wants to see her or ever have to deal with her. Your ex-stepmother sounds awful. I mean, she seriously messed around with your former boyfriend when you were younger and was just all around an awful human being pretty much the entirety of your childhood. And that's not fair in the slightest. So with all things considered, I don't blame you in the slightest for saying, you know what? I don't want you in my life. You are not beholden to this person in the slightest. They were not a good parental figure in your life and they actively treated you like garbage. So good for you for setting boundaries and putting your foot down. Because from the sounds of it, this ex-stepmother definitely does not seem like a good person. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My entitled coworker is a know-it-all and is constantly bossing me and my coworkers around just to try and get us to do things that are clearly against the rules. And I'm honestly fed up and I don't know what to do. So I had a coworker named Mike who most of the time was a nice guy but had a tendency to get a really bad know-it-all attitude that would drive everybody up a wall. He seems to think because he worked on ships and steel foundries for a total of 40 years, his judgment is the best and only judgment that we should follow. He seems to think that he is qualified for everything. So with that in mind, where I worked, which was a lumber yard, I held one of the highest driver's license. So I drove the large trucks that had air brakes. One day, I had to do an inspection on the brakes to make sure they were still compliant with the laws where I live. It's a simple task where you measure a push rod when the brakes are applied. When Mike saw what I was doing, he told me I should stop because I'm not qualified to work on those types of brakes. I told him that I was aware of that and that I am not doing any maintenance on the brakes. I'm just inspecting them to make sure they are compliant with the law. And if they aren't, I'm going to send the truck to be fixed by someone who is qualified. He then says to me, but that doesn't make any sense. You never received any kind of training on that. You are not qualified. So I replied to him by saying that I took the course and I was trained in this matter specifically. This is what the instructors who are government officials said I have to do. But of course, he just kept arguing, saying how it doesn't make any sense and that I shouldn't be doing anything with the brakes. But I just kept working, ignoring what he said. And keep in mind, he doesn't have my type of license. He never took the course himself. So he literally doesn't know what he's talking about. Another instance involved my boss, who owned a few locations. So on occasion, I'd have to take my truck to the other location to get some stock for our location. There was another guy who I worked with who is able to do deliveries. But for some reason, Mike leaves it all for me to do. And this day, I was making several trips to my boss's other location. Also, I could get the stock. I was on my way back at around 1230 and I still had to go back to the other location later to get more stock. So I was planning on having my lunch break as soon as I was back. Meanwhile, people in the store where I worked told Mike to make sure I had my lunch break as soon as I was back as well. So everyone really was in the know. So I arrive, I unstrap my load and Mike comes up with a forklift. 
Lyft. He says to me, I have a delivery loaded on the other truck. While I unload this, you can go do the delivery. I told him I haven't eaten yet, so I'm going to go have lunch first. In a rather snarky tone, he goes to me and says, what? You mean to tell me that you didn't eat while on the run? I said to him, no, because my lunch today requires a microwave. He replies to me by saying that it's my fault and that I should be bringing a lunch that is better prepared. So I just took my lunch, especially since I was entitled to it. And if he was going to argue, I would have pointed out whether I had my lunch on the road or here, I was still allowed to take 30 minutes. So the other driver did the delivery while I ate. Another thing Mike likes to do is to follow the labor laws, which is good, but he seems to only want to follow them as long as it doesn't make his job harder, while also ensuring that he wouldn't be the one getting in trouble if they are violated. We had a worker around 19 or 20 years old. He had his driver's license, and Mike wanted him to do the deliveries. So a store worker named Stacy consulted the bosses to see if they'd allow it. They informed Stacy that their insurance company won't cover someone under 24 to drive any company vehicles. Stacy told this to Mike, and Mike apparently was arguing with Stacy for a little bit, saying how the worker is capable and he has a driver's license, so he should be doing the deliveries. But Stacy argued back that she's just relaying what the boss told her, stating that it's not covered under insurance, so therefore he can't drive any of the vehicles because it's illegal. I think a few times, Mike tried having the worker go on deliveries, but the worker refused, saying if he's not insured, he's not driving. Another instance of Mike's entitlement involved a shed that we had at the place that we primarily work in. The one side is lined with bins filled with lumber, and this is a place where we grab from if a customer needs a couple of pieces, with the larger quantities still sitting outside. Mike wanted the bins that were close to empty filled, but told us not to fill them until we empty the bins of the lumber before bringing in the new lumber. So naturally, when we had a customer, we would grab out of those bins, just trying to deplete it like Mike required. But every time, Mike would stop us and say, no, don't grab any lumber from in here. Give them the lumber all outside. So after several days of attempting to empty the bins, with Mike constantly telling us to grab from outside, we just gave up trying and just grab lumber from outside only. And wouldn't you know it, after about a week, Mike noticed the bins still near empty, with the old lumber still in there. He got mad, saying how it shouldn't take over a week to empty the bins and put newer stuff in stock. My driver at the time named Al had had enough. He said to Mike, alright then Mike, how do you want us to do this then? You don't want these bins filled until all the old stock is gone, yet you don't want us grabbing anything from in here and keep telling us to grab from outside only. You can't have it both ways. Mike then replies, oh, I didn't think of that. So honestly, with all things considered, my coworker is absolutely obnoxious and I really don't enjoy working with them. Yeah, Mike sounds really stupid in this story. I'm just going to say it. It seems like they really don't know what they want and they're one of those busybodies that because they have so much experience, they're under the assumption that they just know better than everybody else. And that's simply obviously not the case. So hopefully when working with Mike, you find some kind of way of getting him away from you because someone that annoying can really be frustrating. And hopefully for the sake of your job, you don't have to deal with him super often. My boyfriend's entitled mom is telling her friends that I do haircuts for free, despite the fact that I only do free haircuts outside of work and on occasion to selective family members. And I'm so frustrated by her entitlement and I seriously don't know what to do. So for the sake of the story, I'll be calling my boyfriend Nathan. That's not his real name, it's a fake one. So I've been dating my boyfriend for a year and a half. Things have been really good and he is my best friend. I also get along really well with his family as he does with mine. I go to cosmetology school currently and I hope to become a hairstylist in the future. I have done my family's hair as well as my boyfriend's family for free when I am free. 
For example, I did my boyfriend's little sister's hair for her junior prom and have done his mom's twice for weddings. I don't charge them because I'm not on the clock and because I don't want to accept their money when I offer to help them in the first place. On Saturday, I had a woman come into my school and my salon and ask for me to do her hair. For some info, students at my school are allowed to do people's hair and people can come into the salon to get their hair done by these students. The prices are a lot lower. Think instead of a $50 treatment, it would only be about $14. But obviously, we're newer students, so you're not going to be with someone who's super experienced. We do get a lot of customers. Most of my friends come in, and sometimes even my boyfriend. So anyways, the lady comes in and asks for me specifically. I wasn't working on anyone, so I gladly helped her out. We ended up doing a full scalp treatment, plus a cut and a blowout, plus styling. For salons in my area, this would have easily been anywhere between 60 to 80 bucks. But at the place I work at, this was more like only $20. When she was all finished, I brought her to the front and gave her the total. She looked at me and said, aren't you Nathan's girlfriend? And I didn't know who this woman was, but I said, oh, yes, I am. She then mentioned that Nathan's mom had said that I worked here and that I don't charge for family members. This lady then looks at me and says, I didn't bring any money. Again, I have no idea who this woman is, and I have never said anything close to that. I told her that I am currently a student and I do work here, but our school and company does charge. She was like, no, I just spoke with her and she says you do family and friends hair for free. So I responded by saying that while I have done some family's hair, as well as my boyfriend's family's hair for free, I have done it at theirs or my house where I would then be off the clock. No matter what I told her, she would not listen and my teacher and salon owner had to come forward and help the lady. She basically told my manager that I said I have a family discount and now I'm making her pay even though I told her she didn't have to. Thankfully, my manager heard our entire conversation before she came over and basically told her that's not true. The woman did have money and threw a $20 bill on the counter before she walked out. I apologized to my teacher, but she told me not to worry. About an hour later, my boyfriend's mom showed up. I was working the counter at this time, so I was free to talk to her. I was about to tell her about the woman from earlier, but she kind of started talking right away. She said, my friend just told me what happened and I'm not sure what to tell her. I told her I wasn't sure what she meant and I told her what happened. Apparently though, she knew what happened and everything that lady told me was true. To summarize, my boyfriend's mom was talking to her friend, which was the lady from earlier, about where to get their hair done. She told her friend about me and how I do hair at a salon for a cheap price. She then told her friend to tell me that she knows my boyfriend's family and that I wouldn't charge her. I said to her that I have no control over prices and that I have never done work for free. She told me that I do her and her daughter's hair all the time for free and that she assumed I'd be nice enough to lend a hand to other people that they were close with. I told her I don't know why she would assume that as this is my job and I'm still in school. I also told her that the times I've done her and her daughter's hair, I've done it at their houses when I wasn't currently at school. She ended the conversation by saying that I'm just a student and she doesn't understand why I would still need to get paid when I still have a lot to work on. She said to me, Nathan says a lot of sweet things about you and I was really looking forward to other people meeting you. I now have to go around telling my friends that you are actually sweet and we do actually like you, but it's fine I guess. I'll see you soon. And then she just straight up left. The entire time she was very passive aggressive and very fake nice and fake understanding. I'm honestly at a loss for words right now. Throughout my entire time dating Nathan, I have never once gotten the impression that she didn't like me and she's 
never acted like this to me before ever. I'm supposed to have dinner with him and his family on Wednesday, but I'm not really sure I want to anymore. I don't really want to see her and I feel really awkward and uncomfortable. Nathan has been at a tournament all weekend, so I haven't gotten the chance to tell him what happened. I don't know how to tell him or how he's going to react. What should I do? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your boyfriend's mom is absolutely unbelievably entitled. Like she literally sent her friend over to your place of business just to try and get a free haircut. Like that is not okay. So I really think having some kind of conversation moving forward would probably be really good for you as well as your boyfriend because she is way out of line. There's no good excuse for this type of action and there's no good excuse for her to be like oh yeah it's fine she'll do your hair for free like what is this a charity suddenly or something I think with the help of your boyfriend and depending on how he reacts to the situation I think it's time to set some very clear boundaries because this lady tried to cheat you out of work and that's not fair for you in the slightest so hopefully this conversation goes well because your boyfriend's mom sounds like an absolute Karen and hopefully by setting up expectations now she can understand exactly where you stand and she can know to never do that ever again. An entitled man gets evicted from our hotel after screaming and crying about his reservation. And I'm honestly blown away by his entitlement. Here's what happened. So we will call this guy Steven. That's not his real name. I personally handled Steven's check-in. Nothing out of the ordinary, but I thought he was a bit forceful and intimidating when he spoke to me. As I was checking him in, he asked about a late checkout at around 1 o'clock p.m. I told him that we could accommodate that, but per our policy, we'd have to pay for half a day. Now, he had booked a prepaid, non-refundable reservation through a third party, and as such, I'd have to make a new reservation just to change for his late checkout. And honestly, third parties suck. I explained why a new reservation would be necessary if he wanted a 1pm checkout, and thankfully, he was super understanding and polite about it, and thanked me for my help. I noted the 1pm checkout in three different places. I wrote it in the recap email, which goes to both my manager and the front desk agent coming in, so we can all stay up to date on what's going on, as well as in the notes within his reservation, while also putting it in housekeeping's notes so they would know that he'd be there until 1 o'clock. He then asked me for a corkscrew that night. It's not a strange request, and I actually bought a corkscrew for the hotel because they only had a bottle opener, so I gave it to him to use, and he never returned it. Well, fast forward to the next afternoon, and he storms into the lobby after getting a courtesy call from the front desk at around 1.30 p.m. regarding his late checkout and how payment would be for a full night if he didn't check out by 2 o'clock p.m. Steven was reeking of alcohol and starts yelling at the front desk. He said that I told him that he could stay until 8 o'clock p.m. for half day's price. My co-worker immediately said, uh, no, I'm certain she didn't say that. He tried insisting before then saying that the guy who did the night audit also told him that he could stay until 8 o'clock p.m. And then he said that the manager told him it was okay over the phone. My co-worker, though, held steady and did not humor any of his lies. And when someone won't believe your lies, what's left for a grown man to do but to start screaming?
screeching and start making veiled threats. And that's exactly what Steven did. He insulted my coworker, sat down at the high top table in the lobby, and just stared at her maliciously, and then got back up to scream some more. He demanded to see the manager, so my coworker called her, and she said that she'd be at the hotel as soon as possible. Meanwhile, Steven is foaming at the mouth and calling the front desk an absolute jerk and saying that she would get exactly what's coming to her. He was screaming, throwing insults, and saying all this stuff. She did ask him to leave, but he refused. And then she told him to leave once again, and he still refused. He then said, if you try to throw me out of here, I'm going to call the cops. My coworker then said, you know what? That's a good idea. Let's call the cops. And so that's exactly what she did. My manager then arrived and told this guy he needed to get his stuff and get out. And of course, he refused and wanted a full refund. But you know what? He's not getting that. The police finally get there and he slipped out the side door to try and get in his car. The police stopped him and told him he couldn't drive while he was drunk. They told him that someone would need to drive for him and Stephen would just have to come back and get his car when he was sober. They told him that he would be arrested if he came back inside and started any more garbage. So Stephen left and I really wish that this had been the end of it. But apparently while he was pouting, while we were waiting for the police to get there, he made another prepaid non-refundable reservation through a third party site, most likely as an attempt to prevent us from throwing him out. Well, later that night, I got a call from a third party customer service rep saying that she had a client on the phone who says he was forced to leave the hotel for no reason and was denied any kind of refund. She asked if I could explain and I did. I told her that he'd been removed by the police after drunkenly threatening the staff. And this lady really asked me why he felt the need to threaten us as if there's any valid reason to threaten the front desk. So I told her and she says, well, can you at least cancel and refund his reservation for tonight? I said to her, no, I'm not authorized to cancel any prepaid non-refundable reservations. What part of non-refundable did she not understand? So she said to me, so you're refusing to give my client a refund. So I respond by saying, no, ma'am, I'm saying that I can't cancel a third party reservation. She then completely ignores me and goes on to say, I'll tell my client then that you're refusing a refund. Can I have your name for the record? Imagine the sheer audacity it takes to not only make veiled threats about being evicted by the police, but to then go crying to your third party asking for a refund because he was apparently unfairly denied a room. No, Stephen, you can't stay until eight o'clock without paying for it. Seems like a logical conclusion to make, but with people like Stephen, logic doesn't seem to enter the equation. Yeah, Stephen sounds like a big crybaby. Like he literally lied to everybody about everything. Not only the people at the front desk, but also the third party agent who's clearly stuck in the middle while also having some axe to grind for themselves. I mean, what is wrong with people? So hopefully the next time Steven goes to some kind of hotel, he doesn't act like a complete fool because otherwise he'll probably just get evicted again. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.